Hello, Dr. Shaw here, and welcome to our 68th podcast on teaching humanity remotely. I hope everybody had a happy and healthy new year and holiday season with their friends and family. We, although we were very careful, we merged our families together. So now my children and grandchildren are living with us and some of us have gotten the virus and we're trying to separate and it's very challenging times. So one of the observations I've had is how do you balance behavior equaling need, which is absolutely true, and making sure that you have healthy boundaries and consistency? That is my question, as well as many of the issues that I receive when you write to me via my email, which I really appreciate you all doing. And that is just to remind you again, learnwithmeremotely.com. That's learnwithmeremotely.com. The key is really front loading. You know, when I was a teacher, and this really takes a very keen eye and a lot of practice, knowing the difference between when a child is misbehaving, perhaps even being manipulative, and when a child can demonstrate the same challenging behaviors, but it's not misbehaving, it's really a need. So the experience that I've come to is that, first of all, if I front load, and if I have clear and consistent negotiations with the children that I'm with, when there is a need, the behaviors won't be as inappropriate or as severe because they'll know that I have their back and that they can trust me and they know that I'm here to help them fulfill their needs and to teach them how to fulfill their own needs. So it's really about the parents and the teachers and the adults who are taking the lead role as responsible individuals, really setting the stage for success by by front-loading and by consistent, clear, direct messaging so that if your child needs to go to bed at 8 o'clock and you make a negotiation at 7.30 to start the going-to-bed process and it is not working and there's hysteria and all of that that could happen and you give in, that is the worst thing to do because then your child's going to learn that if they cry enough, they're going to get what they want. On the other hand, you don't want your child crying before they go to bed. When I was a teacher, it was always so upsetting to me if I had children who would cry at the end of the day. I didn't want that to be their last memory for the day if they got hurt or something, and yet the buses were rolling out. So it was, you know, it's like you want your child, well, you want your child not to cry at all, but you know, you certainly don't want them to be going to sleep like that. So maybe what you need to realize is that 7.30 isn't long enough. That half hour isn't long enough. So you can renegotiate, not in the moment of the hysteria, but the next day you can say, you know, I've noticed that you have a half hour to go to bed with reading and getting a drink of water and going to the bathroom and all the things that need to happen before you go to sleep. I noticed that you're really upset still. So let's try, you know, should we try 7 or 7.15? You can give them a choice, you know, and just negotiate it out. And Also, making sure that you're letting them know that even though they may not want to go to bed at 8 o'clock, that that is also a need that you know that they have because they need to rest well. 
So that's my recommendation. Really holding the question. Sometimes we have to hold questions even though we don't have answers right away of how to balance having good, clear boundaries and ensuring that you are responding appropriately to the behaviors that might be inappropriate, but you are responding appropriately because behavior does equal need. And the last thing I want to say is, again, I really hope that you are visiting my website at learnwithmeremotely.com. There you'll see not only all of the books that I have written, but you'll also see the dolls of the main characters in the books. And the dolls are Min Min and Olivia, and that's Grandma and Grandchild, and also Octavia, who is the youngest grandchild and in some of the books. What people are saying is that the role-playing is really helping the children really process and benefit from the learning lessons that I am providing in each and every story. And it's true because when children are reading, it could be passive, and then when they act out the words that are being said in print, then they're really being active. And we learn in both ways. So I think it is really beneficial, which is why the, the dolls were created from a few parents who wrote to me mentioning that my children love the characters of Min Min and Olivia in the stories. And if only we could have like dolls to act them out. And it's really been beneficial. So I really recommend that as a teacher, the role playing always drove the learning lessons that I wanted to teach home. So I really hope that you can benefit from getting those dolls. They're beautiful and they're really nicely made and they look like the characters in the book. But the most important piece is really to role play the words so that what is being taught really becomes alive in your children in action. Until next week, please stay safe and healthy. And again, write to me with any issues or questions or concerns at learnwithmeremotely.com. Be well. And that concludes this episode of the podcast series, Teaching Humanity Remotely with Dr. Mindy Shaw. Thank you for listening. You can follow Dr. Shaw on Facebook. Her page is Learn With Me Remotely. That's on Facebook. That's also her website, learnwithmeremotely.com. Her podcasts and all the books that she's been referring to are on that site for purchase and samples are there as well. You can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Mindy Shaw One. Doctor is abbreviated DR and the one is the number one, Dr. Mindy Shaw One. And on Instagram at Dr. Mint with a T Shaw. Thanks again for listening. Watch out for the next podcast in the series. That'll be coming real soon.